if a lady loses her husband, she's a widow. If a bloke loses his wife, he's a widower. You have a child who loses their parents, they're an orphan. Yeah. We don't have anything. We, we, we're just that. That's crazy. Bereaved dad or bereaved yeah. mummy. And it, it, it almost feels weird. Here we are, and welcome along to the Still Parents Podcast. We are live. It is Sunday night from the Still Parents Podcast studios. First and foremost, it's been a while since we've been in here. Happy New Year. Because what date is it today? Is it the 15th? Is it the 15th? 15th. What's the cutoff date? Well, for me, it's the first time you see somebody in yeah. that year. Yes. Uh, only up until, so, obviously not in like September. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you haven't seen someone for a while. <laughs> Uh, Matt, how are you? You okay? I'm very well, mate, yes. Very, very well. And joining us tonight, he's been a regular... You've probably been on this podcast more than than anyone else, apart from us three idiots in here. So, Nathan Nathan Ellis, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, mate. Welcome back in. It gets really hot in this studio. Nathan's sat here with his coat on. You're going to regret that. Oh, hang on. No, stop it. No, no, no. That's not a setup. I just walked into that, didn't I? I clocked it earlier. I thought he's got his story shirt on. Okay, I need to explain now for people who aren't watching the live stream and they're just listening to this. My football team are local rivals. Yes, with Nathan's football team. My team is Leicester City. Nathan's team is Nottingham Forest, and yesterday it was the game where I knew, I knew just because Nathan was coming on, what was going to happen. Nothing to do with the fact that we're rubbish anyway. And he's just uh, when I mentioned about his coat, then obviously he unzipped it, and uh, he's got on. You're welcome. Some horrible shit. You're welcome. Oh, Enjoy the next hour looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I did send a message on the WhatsApp group last night. I said we're going to ban football chat from the podcast this year, and it's not, it's not working, is it? It's not because Matt's response was beep you. Even his team have started winning. If, you, if you're not from the UK, if you don't follow football, so Matt's team, West Bromwich Albion, who are in the uh, it's not the first tier of football, is it, Ryan? It's the what's the is it the one the one that you'll soon be in. <laughs> 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 so here we are. This is the Still Parents Podcast. If you are brand new, by the way, to the show, we obviously we appreciate you listening, and uh, we we love getting new listeners on. It is a bit of a, a, a double sided coin, I guess, because it means if you are listening, you've gone through some grief, or you maybe your friend has, and you and you're listening to to help and find ways to support. So that essentially is what we're here for. Obviously, we 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 have a bit of a joke and we'll piss around a little bit, but we are here for for an important reason and we started this podcast well Ryan started this podcast back during lockdown it's just over two years ago when we were doing it in uh, our living rooms on Zoom and we're now in our studio and we we just we just want to keep this going and offer as much support and advice and your thoughts too it doesn't even matter if it's months down the line and you listen to one and you have a question just whack it over to us you can subscribe to our social media which is still parents podcast Instagram we have had a bit of a problem with Twitter by the way should we say this now before we get into the show Ryan might as well mate might as well yeah our Twitter page got taken down because apparently I'm under 13 <laughs> <laughs> and it did genuinely yeah. they took it down yeah. and we were not allowed it again no so it said this account no longer exists which is still parents pod so I thought okay no problem I'll just remake it but although it doesn't exist you still can't use the tag I eventually and I'm not joking it took about two and a half weeks and three people to find a way to get in touch with Twitter yep. it's Elon Musk it's, it's all gone nuts and eventually anyway I got a, I got a message back um, they'll let me know in two to four months <laughs> <laughs> whether we can use it again if they can lift the ban but these things are so bad like Facebook's just as bad yeah. if you get logged out your Facebook it's literally like trying to get crack back into like you know 
break someone out of Alcatraz or something. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's ridiculous. So we've, we'll set up it's a new ridiculous. one. It's not live yet because it's still connected to... I'm thinking if I set up another one, we're going to take it down again. But <laughs> pod still parents. <laughs> because because they can only have 15 characters so I couldn't even anyway it was that was how, that was pretty much how I spent the week between Christmas and New Year just getting wound up by that <laughs> under 13 I know I, I had they got that wrong never <laughs> <laughs> I know, how many bold 13 year olds <laughs> you know so let's get into it. If you are brand new, I just want to reintroduce everyone in the room. So Ryan Jackson uh, from the Lily Mae Foundation, who he set up with wife Amy after the loss of Lily Mae. And it's going to be the 11th anniversary of that loss next month, isn't it? The 7th of February. 13th anniversary. 13th, sorry. Oh, I know where you've gone, though, yeah, there, because yeah, yeah. you're yeah. thinking about the how old the charity and stuff is. So, no, 13th. Yeah, 13th on the 7th, 7th of February. So, she, blimey, should be a teenager. There you go. But... When you said there about how I started the podcast back in 2020, Mm. no, we all started the podcast back in 2020 because we do it as a team. Yes, it was my idea, obviously, (laughs) but I can't do it without other people as well. So it's it's important for me to just say, obviously, thanks to you, Dan, and thanks to you, Matt, as well, and uh, and and Naif, obviously, for his input over you know, certainly the last 12 months anyway, and and everybody else that's been on there as well. Um, But yeah, on the 7th of February. Lily will be thirteen, so it's uh, it's quite it's quite frightening actually. The thought of thirteen crazy. years, the thought of her becoming a teenager, does that stir up any emotions? Because obviously you've got teenagers anyway. We got te- yeah, yeah. I've got, got, eight, got a teenager. I've got yeah. a teenager. Yeah, I've had I've had spells anyway as sort of Alfie's grown up, and when he hit milestones, you yeah. know, so leaving or sorry, things like uh, you know nativities or leaving year mm. six in in primary school, starting yeah. secondary school, all that sort of stuff. So I've, I've I have had those. In the past, and I'd be lying if I said that I never that the the, mm. the thought never crossed my mind where I would I would sort of think you know what would she be into yeah. what would she be doing what would she be like yeah. you know like I'm I'm fortunate that we've obviously had other children as well would she be like my other daughters yeah. has she got a boyfriend I, no that wouldn't be happening clearly <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it, I, I would be lying if I said that I hadn't that hadn't crossed my mind and you know yeah. what would she be in into and you know things like that but i think ultimately that obviously i'm, I'm, I'm never going to know that mm. but we we live our life every day anyway yeah so her life has taken another another sort of you know journey if you like in regard to the charity and how it's yeah. helping other people and stuff like that but and and the podcast as well is a is a huge yeah. is a huge thing that we've we've sort of built from it as well so yeah 13 years it's wow. it's it's bizarre because it, it feels like yesterday. Yeah. But at the same time, it feels like 13 years as well. And it, it's, it's... It's a funny thing time. It is very funny thing time. How are you, Matt? Matt Whitehouse now here. Matt's regular on the podcast. Works with uh, Ryan at the Lily Mae Foundation. And uh, Lost Cali uh, has Etta, who's... Is Etta four or five? Five. Five. five yeah. uh, Etta is five. And uh, you lost Cali. This year it will be... Seven. Seven years. Seven years. Which again is... is what Ryan said is crazy. It's like it's... You know, and again, it, what Ryde touched upon earlier, it's it's that it's that whole um, milestone thing that happens, and and um, you know we had uh, Etta's first nativity play, you know, to go to last at the end of the last year. She oh, was, what, what what did she play? She was an angel. Oh. And, and she did ever so well. My youngest was sheep number two. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I think she was like the third <laughs> angel. Yeah, but she, 
But she did ever so well because she can be a little shy thing <laughs> when she wants to be. And yeah. we, we thought that she she got she actually got to a point. I was driving her back from mum and dad's the night before, and I had to pull over because she said I'm going to be sick. And then we got home. Oh, from nerves. And that's the thing. We got. I thought oh, wow. she like was sick. We got home, and then Crystal got. I left her with Crystal for a bit. Comes to it that she was that worried about it that she like. Oh, bless. Yeah, yeah. But she she smashed it. She smashed it. But it was. You need nerves though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 she done re- like I said, she done really well. But as Ryan said, it. I should have already done that. Mm. If you really think deeply yeah. about it, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I should have already been there with it. So it's. So it's yeah, the, the slight it's, it's that whole there. balance, isn't it? Like we were talking about balance before like finding it and and it's it's it's, it can be quite difficult at at times you know but yeah Yeah. but no uh, all good very well enjoying um king car carlos what he's doing at the album you know what i mean like you know the the spanish the spanish king anyway remember no football chat on there no there is absolutely i'm dropping it in now and again so anyway my team are in a good moment it's allowed all right yeah yeah, is that right (laughs) there would be no more football chat that's like that's like saying it's my ball yeah (laughs) it's my ball we're not playing you're not playing I am only 13, remember, so <laughs> if I want to behave like one, I will. <laughs> but no, all good, yeah, all good, mate. Thank you very much. All right. So. And uh, uh, welcome, Nathan. Uh, Nathan, back onto the show. Nathan Ellis. Now, I've put the link in the description of the um, the main episode that Nathan came on to do to talk about his personal journey uh, with his other heart. Well, now, your, your, your now wife wasn't at the time when we met, Flick. Yeah. And uh, the link's in there. And also, I'll put the links into the other episodes that he's been on as well. Uh, he's back onto the show tonight. Uh, Nathan has got Leo, who's for Lost Carter. Now, when I first met Nathan, it was only, I think, about six or seven weeks after... The loss, wasn't it? Of uh, yeah, this yeah. is when we all yeah. did our uh, the Bear Grylls uh, adventure day down in Birmingham, which was if you're in Birmingham, by the way, that was that was amazing. And I didn't realise at the time because I was, you know, when you just first meet someone and it was a big group, lots of people didn't know each other. Uh, I've said this to you before on the show, but the way that you speak and the strength that you have, I think it's just you've got a really important story to tell and as to how you phrase things. We've got you back on tonight as well. And uh, yeah, if, like, if you'd like to read uh, and listen in detail to all of those things, then uh, you just click on, on the link in the description. But if you just want to uh, just give a brief, just fill us in to anyone listening who's uh, brand new to the show tonight about who you are and, and, and what you went through so far. Well, you've introduced me exactly right, Dan. I am Nathan and uh, yeah, recently married to Flick Blesser for her sins. And um, yeah, I, yeah, it feels a long time ago now, actually, the Bear Grylls. Part and so it's, eight, um, so it's still only eighteen months, isn't it? So it's not yeah, it really. Feels, it feels a lot longer. I think, hmm. like you said, time's a funny thing. And you, when I look back at that, I think it's not that it's it isn't a long time in real terms, but in regards to who I am from then to now, it's a long time. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. But yeah, in terms of the the kind of the background for us, uh, to, to give it a, a brief a recap was that we were pregnant with a second second son, um, Carter, and everything was going swimmingly till around 15 weeks. And uh, Flick had a, a bleed. Uh, we rushed to, to, to the hospital and to, to find out what's going on. And for a while, it seemed that, you know, we might be okay. And we had a variety of uh, scans and checks and those kinds of things. And uh, the, the big issue that we had in the end was that uh, Flick's placenta was was uh, tearing, and um, that's that's where the the bleed had come from, and that left uh, a lot of, of a, lot, a lot of clotting, um, and essentially from from ha- well how the professor explained it to us because we're under the care of uh, Professor Quemby now at, at Walsgrave Hospital, who's who's just phenomenal by the way, and and the team that they have there at which hospital uh, at Walsgrave, okay. 
Um, the way she explained it was that when when you have something like that happen, despite Carter being absolutely fine as himself, you know there was nothing going on untoward with him. Um, but his surroundings became unviable, if 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 that's the right right kind of way of explaining it, because the the clotting was just attracting infection. Yeah. Um, Flick was was basically on the on the fringe of of uh, having sepsis, and her body's reaction therefore was was unfortunately um, to to go into labour early. Um, and I remember her saying, you know, she she had these stomach cramps, and but because Leo was a C-section, she did not experience labour, and and therefore didn't didn't realise that that's what was happening. And and so yeah, so Flick, Flick went into labour and. We didn't really realise that until we we got to the hospital. There, there was more bleeding, and uh, and things kind of kind of went from there. And the upshot of it was that Carter arrived. Um, uh, this was around 19 weeks, and uh, he he arrived alive. We we had about three hours with him, give or take. Um, and yeah, it was really hard, mate. It was really hard. I think I've said before. Flick was was an absolute rock throughout all that period. I think, um, yeah. Whereas I was a, a real mess, and I really struggled, and I lent on her a lot during that that phase where we were at the hospital. I think the most difficult thing beyond losing Carter was then for me was, and then I say this knowing that there are people who are, are not fortunate enough to have a, a child um, when they when they have a loss um, or or you know don't manage to moving forwards. But I really struggled with, upon leaving the hospital and leaving Flick and, and Carter, to go home to my then two-year-old Leo and be normal dad. Be normal, yeah. And, I remember you and, saying that. Yeah, that, so that was really hard. And and then it's just, it is, it's just you navigate things as you go through. And I've been really fortunate to have such a, you know, an incredible partner and, and our wife. And we've just, we've just really have done it together and got to where we've got to together. And... Um, yeah, and I can't I can't undersell either or understate how amazing this has been for me as well to to be part of this group with, with you guys and you know the ever growing support network as we were talking about earlier yeah. on the WhatsApp the number of people it's a weird one when when new people join that WhatsApp group because oh, is this the dads and granddads group yeah, on yeah. WhatsApp yeah because you know every time someone joins it there's that bit of you that goes <sighs> another yeah do you know, know yeah. and it's yeah, so you, you have so, that's the first thing every time i see a new name gone there and it's like you know ryan or matt you'll say everybody say hello to such and such and i think yeah no no this is awful it, it, and you're it, right but it's but at the same time i then look at it and go we know that's gonna keep happening it's always gonna keep happening and then i think i'm really pleased that yeah. they're now in that and hopefully they'll get out of it where i have and I see the purpose of that group because it is very active, and obviously you know it's, it's guys. So there's a bit of you know mucking about in there with the football, or a bit of a bit of a laugh and a joke. But obviously, there's been lots of occasions I read on there where people actually are speaking out, and the advice that's being offered it is that is is safe haven the right way to describe it, or a haven? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's it's part of the charity, isn't it? So the dads and granddads yeah. group. If you just want to give some more detail on that, actually, because um, people can you can see actually on our Instagram there's a post up about it there. If anyone would like to, uh, or if you'd like to let anyone know about it, and then we'll, we'll come back to you. Now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it, it basically as Nathan's um, explained there. It's a WhatsApp group that is open to any bereaved dads. Sorry, any bereaved dad or granddad. I know you're on there as well, Dan, with regard to the the support that you offer as well through the podcast and all that sort of stuff. I think also because of the the way you you engross within the charity as well is people look at you as as a 
as an outlet at the same time where they've got their friends who yeah. potentially are, are an outlet that haven't been through it themselves. And because of your <clears throat> interactions with us and, and what have you, there's obviously a lot of value. But yeah, it's it's essentially a WhatsApp group that is um, a support group. It's a, it's an additional level of support. We um, and you don't just have to be a rep from around here to no to be no in it, absolutely. Um, there can be be anywhere within the yeah. country internationally. I would imagine as well. Yeah. I suppose the only the only thing that people potentially m- might not be able to dip into is when we go out. And we do, you know, go out and do an act activity yeah. on a bi-monthly basis or something. Of but it's still part of that group, absolutely. Yeah. By all means, if anybody wants to to join that group, because they, I think you've hit the nail on the head, really, where you said it was a, a safe haven. It is. It's a safe place. It's a group where everybody in that group is in that group for a reason. Um, and, you know, there's no judgment. There's mm. no filter if you like in terms of you know looking for the support that people are looking for um it's like kindred spirits isn't it it's straight yeah. away people who will get where you are and what you're going through yeah absolutely and, and, and have their their own version of those yeah, events absolutely and, and and this is one of the things that matt runs as well as part of his role throughout the charity and what have you is that you know he oversees that that group and moderates it and and he's very <laughs> you're, active you're, you're a moderator no bad language in here. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the fact that he Moderator. trusts me to, fact he trusts me to do it, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm moderated as well, like, <laughs> but no, it, um, it's a it's a really, as Nave said, it's a it's a really positive group. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, me and Ryan have spoken about this um, in 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 the office now and again. Sometimes we tend to sit back a little bit. Yeah, from yeah. it because as much as we obviously you know we kind of run it we we help organize and things like this it's important that the dads who who run the group or that, that, that they kind of guide it they know they can speak about any because point. as yeah. nave said the thing is as well is the fact that the, the really important part here is i think is is that whole journey process mm. and i think sometimes when there's a conversation happening which is a new dad coming in I, f- I think it's far more valuable for the newer dads to kind of then start leading conversation because mm. ultimately, yes, we know how each other feels to a point, but Ryan is 13 years down the line. I'm seven years down the line. There are... Nathan's 18 Nathan's months. 18 months. Yeah. There are different um, experiences as far exactly. as time's concerned. Yeah. And ultimately... Um, it, time does change things. Whatever people say, you know, it, it does change you've, things. You've mentioned this, yeah, and right before, yeah. So when a new dad comes in and a dad has just, just, you know, lost, it's a fresh loss. Yeah. Me, Ryan, you know, Nath, now he's, he's a bit further down, will offer support. Yeah. Of course we will, and we always will, but it's great to see other dads just stepping up yeah. and just going, you know what, that's how I and feel. And that might be quite good for them as well because it helps your own, I'm not, whether the word healing is the right word to use, but just... No, cut, but it is. Cut, yeah. Yeah, it is. It to, is. to be able to offer you what you, your insight into things. Yeah. And also, you don't feel like you need to come into it and start just, you know, flapping your gums and chatting. If it, it's just just be there. That's just it. be in it and just read it. Just observe it. I think things like the WhatsApp groups, they're, they're really good because they're like a... Remember the old original Facebook groups? But they're like a more... For me, they're a more accessible and easier to navigate version of just logging onto your social media, yeah, opening yeah. up, going through your pages. It's there because everyone's on the WhatsApp all the time, aren't they? And bang, yeah. it's, it's just there. 
there. You can pin it onto the top. So I'll, I'll leave the link in the description as well if um, on some details in there if anyone's interested to uh, to join us on that. Do you know yeah. The, the other thing about that as well, Dan, just to sorry to no, no, go ahead. round off from my point of view is that I think this this the, the group itself, which is which is the one element of it. But then I think the, the subplot that goes behind that is that you know if if you come into that group at a certain point in time and you have certain experiences with, with the other yeah. men, if you go into these bi-monthly bits and pieces, you end up, or at least I've found, you end up with, you know, contacts outside of that group then that you might yes. post more generally in that group and support in that group, but you'll have your two or three kind of closer people yeah. who have, have, you know, maybe a similar point along the road mm. that you can touch base with separately and that, I think that's yeah that's the peer support aspect of it yeah, and, what, and what we're trying to get from you know because ultimately and I, I mean this in the nicest possible way we can be here as a charity supporting as much as, as we possibly can but we can't we can't be there 24-7 can't be everywhere at, the, at once can't be everywhere yeah. at once and, and I've always sort of worked off the you know if, if you are trying to be somewhere all the time 24-7 effectively you dilute the support so therefore, the support isn't as valuable as, like Nathan's just said there, if yeah, you've yeah. got a smaller group where maybe, you know, they've hit it off in a, 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 a uh, an activity or something mm. and got chatting and stuff. That peer support is is absolutely invaluable. Well, I mean, I, 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 I look at it like this. Yeah. I've, I've made, I've, I've now made friends for life through that group. Like you know, like you, like Nath. I, I I know now that I can I can speak to Nath whenever I need to, whenever I want to. I used to like him till he walked yeah. in in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Dan, you know, you, well, I've met you, you know, and people like and, and you, you obviously, yeah. you, it's human nature. You're drawn to certain people more, obviously. Like it's, it just happens. That's what it yeah. is. But it's dynamics. Yeah. But I know that if I was to phone, you know, anyone up in this room, they would try and help me as yeah, much yeah. as they possibly could, right? And that's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, you, you can get in a really bad place as a result of losing in the way that we have. And there's something quite nice about, as you say, being part of a group where you know that other people understand and those kind of things. But it's also nice to see, it. Not, not that you're holding people upon a pedestal, but just be able to see people that are rounded, balanced individuals still and mm. remain that and have, have managed to traverse that difficult period yeah. of time and still remain themselves or, or and, and be going out and doing positive things. Do you know what I mean? It's There's something really nice about that to just to keep you grounded, that even when you feel like you're at your lowest kind of ebb and, mm. and stuff, that you think, look at look at all these other guys. Look, I just got to keep talking because that's what we're all doing and we're all, we're all getting there. There's a way back. And it's not just in, in this instance, is it? It's like, you know, there's a reason that for certain illnesses that people may or may not, in their lifetime there are support groups for those because it's the same thing isn't it if you can see that people are recovering is maybe not the right word but but finding a way of coping yeah i don't know if any any of you two ever wonder what that group would be like if none of us had lost babies yeah. like what would what would each in what would you be like if you mm. hadn't lost a baby what would you be like if you hadn't lost a baby what would i be like yeah. Yeah. as a, as a as a person can would, you answer that would we be yeah. would we be friends yeah you know, is it is yeah, it true. just is it just fate that because of what we've been through, that we have an understanding of of each <coughs> excuse me of each other's needs and yeah. each other's uh, emotional state, well, mind, state of yeah. mind and well being and stuff. And I do I, I do quite often think to myself, what, 
if we hadn't been through what we've been through, yeah. would I, would I be friends with them yeah. or would I not? And it, it's it's and that's how you flip the loss. That's how you flip it. Where you, it's the legacy of yeah. those babies that you've lost. This is it. We're living that right now. We're living that legacy because all that's the, it's the that's the word. And that's, the legacy. And that's what it is because you, you, we've all got our own individual journeys, but we are all linked together by our by by our loss. And the point is that you know that whole journey has come about because we've lost. So now we are all just in this group together. We've mm. been flung together. It's you know it's like a it's like a really negative version of Big Brother. That's amazing. No, but analogy. It, no, but you know what I mean. In a way yeah. of like, you know, because no, there's, there's, on, I can't wait for this description. No, no, <laughs> no, no. And what I mean, what I mean by that yeah, is, if us. you stay with me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will do. Just yeah. let me know when you finish. No, but what? I, what <laughs> so, it's, 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 so it's, it's a really negative version of Big Brother. Yeah. Okay. In a sense of like, you we've been thrown into this. It's like a room, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a room. It's like the Big Brother house. You throw strangers in there, right, from all different backgrounds. Yeah. But they haven't got anything in common. The one thing about it is, and the, and what I'm saying now is to flip it into that positive environment. Is, is that, that their old fame hungry mother? Right. <laughs> but we've all got we've all got a loss to flip it into that positive environment because we've been thrown yeah. as strangers together, and now we're using that loss as a positive way of moving now, forward. Can I just very I quickly like say? That, to be fair. I've just flicked through all the camera views just so the viewers can look at everybody's face. <laughs> <laughs> when Matt was giving <laughs> that description. That's just how my mind works. Right? Right. I think I got there eventually, right? Oh, with yeah. your big brother point. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, but, I do yeah, like that. I, so when you were saying about, I wonder about, you know, who other people would be. And and, and, I, and I agree with you. And I think about, I often think about who, who I would be had I not accessed the support when I accessed it. You know, I talked to you, yeah. I've said before on here about how I sat in a car park here and and almost didn't come in yeah i remember that but also i know that and i know this is you know aimed at the bereaved dads um but equally you know the support that flick had i wonder about sometimes i wonder about you know how would flick have coped how would i have coped how would our relationship be had one of us decided not to receive support or mm. both of us didn't receive support or we lived in a different place where the support wasn't like i feel like we've been it sounds weird to say it because obviously we're not fortunate because it, mm. I wish it hadn't happened. But we've been we, we've fallen fortunate to to have landed in a position where we could be part of this and um, and get the support we've got. And likewise, uh, as I was saying earlier, you know we're under the support of this and the guidance of this, this and the care of, of Professor Quemby now at the hospital. Again, that's just out of where we live. We could live somewhere else in the country and, and perhaps not get that level of support and care, which has been incredible. It's yeah. an interesting thought to, to bring up because obviously everyone involves and people, you know, you, you're pretty much anyway are not the same person more or less than you were a few years ago, fundamentally, and your essence will be there. But then with something so dramatic and so, you know, which, which just takes up every, I don't know how many times every day is something that you'll think about or it pops into your head, whether it's 18 months, seven years or, or 13 years. There are going to be those changes, but I'm guessing they're, they're accelerated to a degree. Or just very, very dramatic and sudden. Was, was there was there any trait that you noticed about yourself that all of a sudden you went, whether that was something you you still have or was there and then has gone now? But after your loss, if and it might be difficult to answer, but you noticed something about yourself. Ryan's smiling, so go on. Yeah, no, there was. I, I think there was a few. A few for me, lack of control, yeah. um, which then had a knock-on effect on things like phobias. So. Those, when you say lack of control, 
So because you can't control, because I couldn't control oh, okay. anything yes, that had yeah. happened, yeah, yeah. it was the realization afterwards that actually, because I think every everybody walks around, don't they, thinking, "Oh, it's not going to happen to me. I'm invincible. I am." Ignorance it's, is bliss. Isn't ignorance it? is bliss. Absolutely, it's not going to happen to me. And then when it does happen to you, and it's something as devastating and, and as and as big as this, you suddenly realize actually, I. It, 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 it is going to happen to me. It is, you know, it's out of my control and stuff like that. So that then had a, a big knock on for me with, with, like I say, phobias and, and stuff that I'd had, which were manageable, let's say. But then it was the realization that actually I couldn't control them. So I, it, it, there was a, a huge right. amount of anxiety which came through. And you didn't have that wasn't part of your character before? It was part of my character, but nowhere near. But just a more extreme. It was more extreme. Okay. Yeah, a lot more extreme after we lost Lily. So did that sort of go away or did you find a way to cope with it? Or is it just something that's still there and you just deal with it now? Uh, talking, medication. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've always been quite open. I, I'm medicated. I've been medicated for the last, what, 11 years? I think having honesty is a huge weight reliever off your mind in, in most yeah, situations. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take, uh, uh, I'll take tablets every day. Yeah. Not, not because like, not because I have to take tablets to make me feel, you know, to be the person that I am, but it, it, t- it, it helps me with the, ang- the anxiety mm. and the, and that side of things. Have you tried what? Not, is it like, yeah. cause you know, this whole, the placebo effect conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It. Part of me wants to come off them, yeah. but part of me doesn't want to come off them. Because actually, and this is this is now being really honest, is if I do come off them, yeah. what sort of person will I be if I come off them? The only one way to find out. Yeah, so I'll stay on them. But the uh <laughs> the, the the thing I suppose as well. I guess that's where you need to get. Sorry to put in. That's probably where some, yeah. you need to get some professional advice. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, and it, and also like, you know, the advice from I mean, I've got a friend who's a GP. The advice yeah. is you don't do it at this time of the year, for instance, where you've got yeah, that makes you sense. Know, light and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. to try it in the summer months. And it is something which I've thought about doing. Yeah. But to be honest, I'm 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 good as I am Feeling at the moment. Plate, yeah. So it, cool. you know, it, I am as I am. But somebody said something in, in a support group of um I think it was back in December, and they said, you know, if you lose if a lady loses her husband, she's a widow. You know, if a, if a bloke loses his wife, he's a widower. We don't have a, a name for losing a child, do we? No, not, not? not as far as I'm aware. No, no, we don't have a name. You know, like you have a you have a child who loses their parents; they're an orphan. Yeah. You know, we don't have anything. We we we're just that. That's crazy. Bereaved dad or bereaved yeah. mummy, and it, it it almost feels weird. But everyone knows what a widow is. Everyone knows what a widower is. Everyone knows what an orphan is. To some extent, everyone knows what a bastard is. And ultimately, nobody knows what a bereaved dad or a bereaved mum is or bereaved grandparents. It's it's difficult to to put your finger on why that might be, isn't it? But I I do then look at that and think, is part of that... Is part of that because some of the other things that you've talked about there have been, you know, a widower, that they are almost the accepted parts of life. Not necessarily if you're an orphan, of course, although, you know, the national order is parents first. Mm. That's what you expect. And maybe, again, it's one of those things, as you say, that, you know, something like losing a child is so traumatic, not that the others aren't, because, of course, they all are, but it's so traumatic and painful that, you know, maybe if there was a a thing, a name for it, 
that it really is brought to the forefront of the societal mind, if you like, and people would refer to you by that term. But then, like we were talking about at the start, is there also that subplot there that, you know, you don't want to rob anybody of that of that joyous naivety yeah. getting into a pregnancy? Because, you know, I, I, I always tussle with it. I think, you know, raising awareness around it all, I think is incredible and it's so important. And knowing, you know, if you, especially if you've been touched by it, friends, family. But as we were talking about, Matt, you know, you find yourself, don't you, if friends are pregnant or they've just turned pregnant, fallen pregnant, you think, oh, mustn't talk about what's happened to me to them at this point now need to need to yeah. allow them to enjoy i was their, i was very aware of that when um, when when rob and danielle were my best mate, your mate Rob, and, yeah. and his wife were pregnant i was very aware of it because like because you got you got you so matt and nathan you two were talking about this in this room before we went live tonight yeah about this as well and it's like because when you find out your friends are pregnant and do you sense any appreh- any apprehension from them telling you about it? And, and pretty much what Nathan said, that that naivety, that joyful naivety. Well, I've talked about this before. This, this is the only time that me and Crystal really butted heads after the loss of Callie yeah. when we found out about Rob and Danielle. Because Rob, Rob and Danielle were um, found out in the October after we'd lost in the June. And Crystal just wasn't ready to, to hear it. Yeah. I was. My reaction was, right, Rob was up the office within half an hour, so I've got to get round him mm. to protect him, to help him. Crystal wasn't at that point, and I tried to force it on her. Okay. But it at that point, she weren't... And, and it was yeah. a real good learning. It was a big one for me. You know, it was, like I said, it was the first time we kind of just went that way rather than that way. Um, so I, I Yeah, you're just in different places at that point. That's it, at yeah. that point. And, and, and you know, we, she, she eventually, obviously, you know, she... she come around and 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 you know it's not that she weren't happy because she was she was over the moon but she yeah, couldn't it, she couldn't accept anyone else close to her being pregnant because she'd been robbed of that joy yeah you're you know? still happy about and, someone and, else's yeah. news but you don't yeah you don't want to dip that's your feet it. too much into it and that and that's why with rob and danielle i was very conscious of of talking too much about Callie because i it's, it's mad to think but i i actually thought me talking about Callie would make them loss would make them lose sorry which is mad, isn't it? Because I I, I, I couldn't... But like, like you were just but, bringing bad luck onto But them, that was because it? the logic was going on in my head. And yeah, because like, logic just yeah. goes out the window. Like, because yeah. it, it doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Because but, 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 but in any situation yeah. where there's well. a chance of new new life, new baby, you, you you can do so many things or see so many things and you feel like it's tempting fate. It's tempting fate. Yeah. And, that's the, and you, it's a mindset that you get but yourself until, in, But, until, but until, until you lost, obviously. Yeah. Uh, because when we had, when we had Callie, you know... Uh, there was obviously, and it goes back to that point. Why would anyone plan a family if the end result was that? You know, Just, it, do you know my one? You don't think about is, it, do you? No, of it, course not. This will make you laugh. But after we lost Lily and Amy was pregnant again, I don't know what you guys are like with superstitions and stuff like that. But I could be driving to work, and if I saw one magpie, like you, you start know, looking for another one. I was looking for another one, yeah. or I was, or I was saluting the magpie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morning, Mister Magpie, as the that. wife. Morning. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. am I going absolutely yeah. crackers here, <laughs> or like I wouldn't walk over three drains? I'd only walk over two drains, and yeah. it's all complete superstition. Yeah. superstition we, we, but so we had one recently, uh, as, you, <laughs> as you guys know. We, you know, we are are pregnant again at the moment. Um, I was just about to mention well, this, but this it, it, this has come in here because so we, we're having one of our appointments yeah and the next appointment we're given i didn't check the letter or anything but we get this appointment letter 
and we go outside. So that's like, yeah, it's all right. Look, a bit longer than we wanted, but it'll be fine. And we go outside. And it's like no, 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 no. This no. And she was really upset. So what's going on? I what's what's? And she passed me the letter. The appointment's Friday the thirteenth. Yep. There you go. I've yeah. gone back into the lady and I said, look, I'll sort it. Don't worry. I will go and sort this. I get it. I'll go and sort it. And and but but it is. And I went back in. And I said, listen, I'm really sorry. I said, but look, because of what we've been through, we really just can't attend an appointment on this date. We mm. just can't. And blessed the lady went, don't worry, I totally, you know, I totally understand. And she went went on and she went, I shouldn't really give you this one, but I'll get you on that one. And she gave us a different one. And I went out to it. It's all sorted. They've they've done it. I'm a stag do Friday the 13th. Who does that? (laughs) (laughs) Great omen. (laughs) And you still got married. Yeah. Yeah, but I was in a cell for two hours. (laughs) True story. Yeah. I remember you telling me that, actually. I was living in the Middle East and a guy with a big beard and a sharp object was staring at me. going thinking, sorry, that sounds wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some stag dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was 20 years ago, last month. Honestly, it was Friday the 13th. Yeah, but it, it's it, weird superstitions though, no, aren't you, they? You Very are, strange. I'm like it when I play football. Especially after number three. It's amazing me, people could be like really, really, really superstitious, but then won't be at all religious in the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Weird. Life's complicated enough as it is anyway. Yeah. But when you throw a loss in, it just makes yeah. it. It just like here's life, and then life just goes woof because you can't. And it yeah. goes back to what Ryan was saying about about control. You know, in general, in life, you you like to try and control. We're cre- in general, we're creatures of habit, right? And then and then you throw this loss in, and it takes that habit out of it completely because you can't you can't have a normal day. Yeah. Because what's normal anymore? Yeah. And what you were talking about, going back to what you were talking about earlier about saying the difference between how I felt before and and after. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't feel normal. I yeah. felt like, uh, Ryan's touched on this before, but I just felt like I was walking around in some kind of like new world. Like the, the world had changed, you know? Do you have like a heightened and, and, awareness of just yeah, everything after that? Massively. Like there was more prams in the in the road yeah. than I, I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. How is there a pram every corner I walk on? <laughs> yeah. like, or there was a pregnant lady. Yeah. Yeah. Or And they're there. You just, it's, like, it's like we mentioned before. They are there. You only notice red traffic lights when you're late. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And, it, and, it, and, it's, yeah. and that's the thing, you know? I mean, I, we, I mean, we had... And I've, again, I've touched upon this before, but we, I mean, the, the ultimate thing that I had when we lost Cali, which again, looking back, I can't even think how I, how me and Crystal did this was when I'm carrying Cali over to the, to the chapel arrest, because that's where we had to take her in the end. Yeah. I walk out and there's a, there's a, there's a, a guy there with a, with a, with a pink baby chair with like a balloon coming off it. And I'm and looking back now, yeah. I can actually relax a little bit about it. And I think, like, mm. life, are you fucking sure? Like, really? What a slogan that would make for a company. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance company. <laughs> Imagine that. There's a company at the minute, it's an advert on TV, and it's like, because life's complicated enough. I don't yeah, know what it's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Swap yeah. it for that one. <laughs> life, <What>? you effing sure? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but you've just done this to us. Yeah, so and now and now you're making me walk past and you're like, putting that in my way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. Get, just give us a break. Yeah. You know, yeah. Genuinely, come on. And 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 that's the thing. But then but then you have See to... now you can roll with that with with a bit of humour behind you and you and well, almost yeah. a fun almost, it's a weird thing to say, but there's almost a fondness in you, about yeah. that moment that you found in that tragedy that you can now come back to. Well, yeah, down the line. And, 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 and again, me, like there's little bits like me and Crystal can laugh laugh now at yeah. what happened coming out of the car park because I think, I think I don't know if I've told you this, but Crystal literally had a C-section and I'd come out of the car park because I'm all over the place because I'm driving home now without yeah. a baby. And I ramp it up on the curb 
And she's just had a C-section. I mean, we almost was ended up back in hospital straight away. <laughs> like, then I almost, I almost opened her back up, like with that, like the stitches back up, wow. just by hitting the curb. Was, and then, wasn't it a week later you took her for a fourteen-mile walk through a field <laughs> in the sun? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, but it, but that's what I mean. But logic just goes because yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. make sense. And and I think to to finish what what you were saying about um, how I am now, I I think the big thing that's changed in me, and I, and I actually it's funny because. It's changed over over time since we've lost Callie. Not straight, because I've never been the kind of person to kind of just... I want everyone to like me. I always have been yeah, that kind yeah. of person. But as the years have progressed now, I've become a lot more intoler intolerant over like... Whatever, if you listen, if you yeah. want, if you if you if you think that problem is big enough for me to worry about, that's fine. But I ain't I ain't gonna bother with it. And then there's people that I've lost in my life now, where it took me a long time to get past them. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't Th need that. This anymore. is a bit of a recurring I'll replace theme. Him, I'll replace him with a Nathan. Yeah. Who is, who is, or a Ryan or a Dan, who is gonna bring goodness to my life. There, there is a bit of a recurring theme um, with that. The, the insignificant things. And it, there was a question, like, if you can find anything about your loss which has actually had a positive effect on your the way you view life, and I think that is one where you just... There's some bullshit now which you, you don't even... No. And it can derail somebody else's day who hasn't been through something as awful as what you guys have been through. And it just shows. And, I mean, again, I can only come at it from my angle, so it's slightly selfish, but that helps me to go, actually... You know, if I'm in a, a supermarket and somebody and it's like two, you know, the person who doesn't take out the wallet until they've actually been told yeah. how much it is. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Just yeah. get it ready. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It do and listen, I'm not. It doesn't I'm, matter, does it? It does I'm not, not matter. I'm not dismissing other people's worries because it, it, it's, it's individual. Yeah, yeah. Not trivial. Right? But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not dismissing because actually yeah. that person could be going something through something as well because everyone's yeah. got a story. Yeah. Obviously. yeah, you are right. But you what I'm right. saying is my my tolerance for um, people who bring stuff to my life that I don't yeah. need anymore. I'm like, you know, I... Bad uh, energy. Crystal always says it like this. She says, I just I just haven't got enough energy for it. Mm. Like, she's I'm, right. She's I'm right. just tired anyway. So like, yeah. just leave me alone, <laughs> man. Just like, I want to sit at home and watch Traitors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, I want to come... I know we've uh, Ryan's got a couple of comments he would like to mention, but I just want to... Uh, do, congratulations about the, yes, about the pregnancy. How much do you want to reveal? Uh, do you know the... Um, what, what you're having when... A uh, little girl. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. When do you? Uh, May time. Can May I time. ask a quick mm -hmm. question on that? that how do you feel about that with it? Because oh. after you've lost a, yeah. a little boy. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's complex, isn't it? Really complex. And I think... Uh, yeah, where's your head with it all? When, well, when we found out that it was going to be a girl... Um, Flick was just, <laughs> she was she was in bits, bless her. She was so happy, you know, and I, I felt elated for her, for myself as well, of course. But it was just so lovely to see her reaction. And um, surprise, because we just, we had it in our head that we'd, we'd had Leo, we'd had Carter, so we must just be a boy factory. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I haven't just described you as a factory flick, sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> Can't wait for this comment yeah. to come through. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be quick as well. Um, so yeah, it, it, so there was that, and um, we had this real funny moment though when we went for the we went for a gender reveal scan, and um, and blessed the lady was like, yeah, right. Well, look, I'm just gonna write it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna reveal it on the screen in a minute. She turned the screen off, right, 
And she turned it back on and she went, I'm really sorry, it's quite an old screen. It takes a while to, to, to warm up again. And then she said it, I just, you know, as you do with someone talks, I glanced at her. Well, she had the screen turned at an angle oh. so I could see it. So I just saw it on the screen, the reveal. I was like, right. And then I had to, but Flick didn't know. So I had to I wait just... for the big screen. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell her? So I didn't, be, yeah, <laughs> I told her after, but I said, I'd, you know, she was like, well, you weren't as excited as me, Knife. And I said, well, I knew for 15 seconds before you did, but I had to contain it. Um, but no, in, in, in all seriousness, I think if it were another boy, <laughs> I don't, do I want to know? I don't think I want to know. Got, Sorry, hold that thought, yeah. Nathan. Something's come through now. <laughs> what you got, Ryan? Starred from Flick. Flick bolts to the front door and leaves the shed unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that relationship you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, um, yeah, so, yeah, there were a few things, really. I think, look, if, if it had been another boy, uh, I think, we'd, of course, we'd have still been elated and so excited, you know, we... <sighs> But I think there would have been a bit of us feeling like we were replacing Carter. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I know that might be no, no, yeah, it, no, no. Yeah. But there's a little bit of... I think there's two things. I think because now it's a little girl, we don't feel like we're replacing Carter. So that's nice in itself. And I think also it's... Mm. We, we wouldn't have had more than two children. I can tell you that. that we, we were both in agreement that we would have had two children and, and that, would have been, that would have been it. So I feel like it's, it's his gift to us yeah you know the fact that he's not here has meant that flick's gonna have a mother-daughter relationship yeah. that she wouldn't have otherwise had yeah um i'm able to walk my little girl down the aisle at some point yeah absolutely do right. you know what i mean yeah. just these things yeah, that course. you don't think about before and i had it in my head at, at one point that yeah, i'd love two boys two mm. boys i'd be really happy with two boys and now you start thinking more deeply about it and and we're over the moon. We're over the moon with, with the fact that it's a little girl. We really are, for the reasons I've just explained. And it's just, it's, it's really exciting. It's, but it's, it's been a really difficult period of time. Yeah, of course. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's just been full of worry, <laughs> anxiety, and, yeah. and, and second guessing, you know. And, overthinking. Uh, and, overthinking. And, and, so it's almost like what Ryan said with the control. It's just... just well, you've got none, have you? Just and, going with it. And like I say, but we've been, we've been under, you know, such incredible care. To the point that, I mean, when do you get this in the NHS? I mean, there's two things I'd say about it. We, we, we go and see Professor Quemby and you walk in the room. You know when you walk in with, with a group of professionals and you instantly know they're incredible at their job? You ever, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation when you've mm. walked into a field that it's not your field, you know nothing about it really, but you just know that they're, that, that they're elite yeah. at what they're doing. Yeah. But not only that, that you can tell they've been together for such a long yeah. time because of the rapport that they have in the room and the level of trust that they clearly have in each other. Mm. So it, it's just a feel, isn't just it? Just incredibly feeling? reassuring yeah. from minute one. And that's important. Um, and then, you know, as I say, we've been having appointments every two weeks to see the professor. And the first one, she just went, so when do you want to see me again? And we looked at each other like, well, that's not how it normally works, <laughs> is that you get a letter in the whatever. And she said, every two weeks, every two weeks? And we were like, yeah, brilliant. Mm. Every two weeks, fantastic. And, and all those checks have been going really well. So, And each time we have one and it goes well, it gives you that little bit more reassurance that things are going to be okay. And I said to Matt earlier, you get yourself sometimes in frame, frames of thought and you have to... You have to be a little bit more rational and think about positives rather than negatives and, and think about it as a new pregnancy and not connected to what happened before. Um, but as I was saying, you know, we've got to a point now where the professor's saying that the outlook is extremely positive. And of course, the, the anxiety and worry is never going to disappear entirely. It won't. And I said to, said to Matt earlier that the, the additional difficulty of having experienced loss 
and being surrounded by other people who have experienced loss is you you carry everybody else's story mm. as well as your own. So, you know, because of, of, of Matt's story, I know that despite my best efforts to, to be, you know, really assured that everything will be fine, there's still that, that niggle that you get sometimes and you think, oh, and, and that worry, but, but you have to stay on that positive train of thought. And we very much are, you know, and we, we're confident that we're going to get to where we need to be this time. And, and in a way, the, one, the only thing I could possibly say is if you are looking at that, at any point, if you start to think about Cali, just flip it and think about Etta. Like I yeah. said to you earlier, yeah, yeah. and that's and that's it. When I when I catch myself being in a negative, negative frame of mind for, for you know for any point, then that's what I try and do. You try and you try and reframe and start thinking positively, and and we do that for each other as well. If Flick catches me in a negative frame of mind about something, or or she can see that you know something maybe has been a bit triggering, then she'll be doing that for me. I yeah. do the same for her, and you just you know you pick each other up at the times you need it. But I guess you truly, it will be the moment when. You have your little girl in your arms. It's delivered. Uh, yeah, that's and the that's, moment you can, you know, relax. That's it. That's exactly right. Well, Nathan, thank you, thank you once again, and come back on again very, very soon. Just not in that shirt. No Can't promises there it, either. either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, congratulations to Flick. Also, yeah, yes. So thank you very much. <laughs> this is the Still Parents Podcast. We will be back in just a week from now with our next live episode but obviously uh, if you'd like to take in some more you can listen back to any of our shows I think it was episode 42 this one tonight so they're all up there on your your podcast providers anyone got anything they'd like to uh, say before we get off no thank you yeah nice to be back who we got next week Matt we got Mark O'Hagan and uh, Jack Beer. So Mark will this is a a a follow on from one unfortunately that had to be cancelled back in December oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, due to illness. So Mark uh, will be talking about his daughter okay. um, and Jack, who works with Mark, um, boxer. So they're going to be talking about how they've used boxing to help Mark yeah, and, good. and what have you, and the mental health um, side of fitness and, and exercise and that, stuff that and how that can mental help. Health. So, yeah. We've discussed it before. It's so yeah, important, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, next episode. That will be uh, in a week from now. Stillparentspodcast.co.uk uh, still is our website. Stillparentspodcast on Instagram. <laughs> Twitter, pod stillparents when it gets launched. And maybe we'll get the old one back up in two to four months when they reply. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they? Anyway. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. We'll be back very soon. And uh, as ever, if you'd like to reach out, get in touch, or even join that dads and granddads group. The, the link's in the description. I'll, um, you can get in touch yep. through there. Take care, everybody, and we'll speak to you next time. See you Bye-bye. soon, guys. Cheers, guys.